This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good afternoon, everybody. It's ten past three on Saturday, the 22nd of August, 2020. Mansfield Town played a pre-season friendly this afternoon at the One Course Stadium, where they lost by three goals to nil to championship side Rotherham United. Coming up over the next ten minutes or so, I'll give my reaction to the game and, of course, get your reaction too if you want to get involved in the comments, please do so now. I'll have a quick glance back over pre-season and look ahead a little bit as well to next Saturday. Yes, next Saturday's game in the Carabao Cup at Preston North End and preview Tuesday's podcast. A very good afternoon to you all. I hope you're all well on this Saturday. Well, first and foremost, doesn't it feel absolutely weird to have a Saturday afternoon where we've watched the Stags play at the One Course Stadium and we've not been there? It's very frustrating. It's a very, very weird and surreal experience. First and foremost, I must uh, stress the following. Obviously, usually on the Mansfield Matters podcast, we've got Nathan and Cam with me as well. On this particular one, uh, it will just be me, so it'll be a lot shorter than what it will be. Um, Obviously, we said weeks and weeks ago that when we went into the season, we wanted to sort of try something a little bit different on match day to sort of keep that match day um, engagement going. Um, And I think... That's something we're going to look to do. Unfortunately, today, uh, Nathan uh, mistimed his day, uh, so he's actually been out listening to the game. Is not actually at home at the moment to sit down and sort of do a virtual reaction with myself through Skype, and Cam is also at work. So you've just got me. Um, however, hopefully next week, by the time we play Preston North End, we will be able to uh, all be together virtually. We're going to aim for sort of a, a mini version of the show, sort of uh, 15 minutes to half an hour maximum, just to sort of give our immediate reaction and then do the podcast as normal on a Tuesday or a Thursday, however that may fall. It will probably go back to being a Thursday with games uh, coming thick and fast. I'll have a little look at the fixtures as well um, in a couple of minutes. Of course, they were out on Friday. I won't talk too much about that because that will happen on Tuesday's podcast. Uh, so today's 
today's one is just a bit of a mini one with me and you guys at home if you want to share your comments on how you think the game went uh, get involved in the comments down below and I'll try and uh, get to them uh, as I can uh, Paul's been in touch and says uh, score isn't too bad to say they are newly pro promoted to the championship just hope we gave a good account of ourselves well let's reflect on that match of course uh, finished at the one course stadium about um half an hour or so ago now Mansfield Town against uh, Championship Rotherham of course promoted um, a month or so ago after the curtailing of uh, League One managed by former stag Paul Warren and of course uh, another stag legend in Richie Barker uh, the assistant there as well a good strong team uh, the Stags played to be fair I'll run you through that lineup. Uh, so we started uh, with Marek Steck uh, rolling Manayese, uh, Farron Rawson and Ryan Sweeney at the back. Sweeney incidentally took the captain's armband today. Uh, a midfield comprising of Corey O'Keefe, uh, James Perch, George Maris, Harry Charlesley and Mal Benning uh, with Jordan Bowery starting alongside uh, Andy Cook up front. Uh, on the bench, Aidan Stone, Aaron O'Driscoll, um, young, um, young Aidan Walker, Kellen Gordon, James Clark, Tyree Sinclair, Danny Royals, um, young, young Scott as well, young Knowles and of course um, Jamie Reed as well a strong side uh, which the Stags put out this afternoon really um, really strong side and to be honest uh, as we'll probably touch upon a little bit more on, on Tuesday it's a side which will undoubtedly perhaps start the season uh, maybe with one or two tweaks in there the first chance really that we as supporters have had to have a look at a lot of these players of course with the pre-season campaign this year being very very different to what it usually would be understandably because of Covid and all of that nonsense uh, and obviously there's not been really many games there's only actually been other two two other fixtures for us to watch that game against Peterborough United the two games where it was split into two matches of 60 minutes and of course then uh, the midweek game um, against uh, Nottingham Forest under 23s in which the Stags won uh, 2-0 a completely different side uh, to that one um, as well in terms of how we played uh, from my point of view I think two very contrasting halves as the scoreline uh, will say first half first probably 20-25 minutes especially we played very very well kept the ball really well moved the ball um, really well uh, as well but didn't make enough of the openings which we had. We had a, a few sort of half decent efforts um, in there in the mix as well, getting the balls in from from wide areas and keeping the ball well, keeping the ball patiently, and not really allowing um, Rotherham United to have too much of the ball. Last sort of uh, 10, 15 minutes of the first half, I felt that Rotherham came into the game a little bit more, but. Um, I think we did just about enough defensively to keep them um, at bay. Um, second half, absolute, completely contrasting half, really. Uh, you would have expected a championship side, a side who'd just been promoted from League One to sort of push up a little bit and, you know, step things up a gear, which, to their credit, they did. Uh, Open the scoring on 50 minutes with a, uh, a very well-taken free kick. Ryan Sweeney's cross-part ball um, was a little bit poor and left a Roland uh, Menayese in a little bit of trouble. He gave away the free kick on the edge of the box, which was superbly tucked home, you have to say, uh, by the Rotherham man. Nothing that Marek Steck could have done about it in the Mansfield goal. Top corner, sweet spot, well hit. Uh, you'd probably hit them 10 times in the training ground and miss nine times out of the 10. It was one of those which uh, just flew in. The second goal on 62 minutes to put Rotherham 2-0 up. Uh, poor defending from Mansfield's point of view. Let the ball into the box uh, too easily for, uh, for me. 
A neat little finish from about two or three yards out, uh, doubled Rotherham's lead. And then uh, late on, 80-odd minutes or so, another set play from the left-hand side, drifted in uh, beautifully and no marking uh, from Mansfield's uh, back line. Saw an easy free header uh, going for Rotherham and a well-taken third goal. And I think that's the story, isn't it? You know, you talk a lot in pre-season uh, about uh, fitness and things like that. It's it's not about that for me. It's about having a look at how you do things right technically. And I think if you look at the two halves in particular in the um, in the game, which we've which we've just seen about half an hour or so ago, it was one of those uh, in which was a, a big lesson. Firstly, um, take your chances when they come along. Secondly, make the most. Uh, of set plays because if you don't you will get punished I think had we you know gone in to the break at maybe 1-0 up which we perhaps deserve to be it might have been a bit of a different second half scoreline in the game overall I feel slightly flattered at Rotherham but that said we were um, not as good in the second half got a few uh, extra players on the pitch as well uh, from the hour mark uh, sort of to try and keep things uh, fresh. Kellen Gordon got a bit of a run out. Uh, Aaron O'Driscoll, who signed, of course, a few days ago after being on trial, also got a run out. Um, James Clark came on. Uh, Tyree Sinclair did. Danny Rose and uh, Jamie Reid also got uh, about 10 minutes apiece. Um, I think particularly I was impressed mainly, if I'm looking at players who stood out for me, uh, in the game as a whole, I felt the first half, the back, the back three, uh, back four, if you include Steck, played very well would um, look comfortable together uh, second half not so much um, Harry Charles Lee in midfield did very very well indeed sort of got the ball moving got a f- good few attacks going as did uh, George Maris they looked like a good uh, little pairing um, up front to be honest I think because Jordan Bowery and Andy Cook are, ver- are two very similar players it's always it was always going to be hard against a team of Rotherham's calibre to try and get to try and get going but obviously again in pre-season you look at getting minutes into the tanker and that sort of thing so you perhaps you know you're not as harsh in your critique I guess um, with that being said second half obviously we got players on um, and I felt the pick of those players were um, Ty- was Tyree Sinclair looks a very good um, very good prospect got the ball down well moved it very well created some good chances and, and struck a good set piece as well very unlucky not to to add a goal to his name late on as well with a set piece which was tipped over well by the um the trialist goalkeeper uh, for Rotherham United Ian's been in touch he says for me we need a goal scorer and I said this two weeks before the uh, the first game what's your thoughts on that I would be inclined to agree I think the problem f- for supporters at this stage and it's a very strange position to be in is that we've not actually had a lot of time to have a look at the different combinations which we've got in there obviously we've not seen a lot of um, we've not seen a lot of um Danny Rose and uh, and Reed. Yet we saw them a little bit uh, in that game against Nottingham Forest under 23s. Although uh, Reed uh, played, didn't play, uh, uh, didn't play uh, up front as much. He played in a sort of a more wide area. I would have liked to have seen him uh, play um, up top. If I'm being honest, I would have liked to have seen him play uh, a little bit higher and sort of sort of play off the shoulder of Danny Rose. Uh, Rose hasn't had that many minutes from from what we've seen. Um, as well, you've also got the other combinations which we've not yet tried. You know, Cook and Rose, which worked a little bit last season. Um, we've not seen Rose and Bowery. We've not seen Reed and Bowery, Reed and Cook. There's a lot of combinations in there which, if they sort of get that 
click and get that time to work might solve that problem of you know a, a fan's perspective of not seeing um, a, a goal scorer as yet although you know I would be slightly inclined to agree that we've not got that clinicalness about us as a whole as yet I certainly felt in terms of our build-up play it was there and I certainly feel um, that it could be there um, given a little bit of time but yet again it's this whole thing of We've not seen as many friendlies as far as we know. There's only been one other friendly which media weren't there at, and that is that Burton game uh, at the very start of pre-season, to use uh, inverted commas, of course. So uh, interesting to see how that progresses and what effect that will have on us going into the season. Um, I think a massive blow on that account is actually the fact, uh, which brings us nicely on, uh, is actually the fact that the cup game against Preston has been moved forward to next Saturday, obviously Saturday the uh, the 29th of August. Not quite sure why that is. Uh, Rumours to do with perhaps like international uh, appearances and things like that for Preston. Um, bit of a shame because I imagine that Graham Cochran may well have planned uh, to have one, maybe even two friendlies uh, before that, whether they were both public or not, um, who knows. But I imagine that was certainly something which um, uh, which was taken into account those plans may now have to be scrapped um and uh you know it, it's one of those where you know you know we've now got a week until we play a competitive fixture if i'm being completely honest having watched um the 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 three games i call them three games although it was te- it's technically four isn't it with the double header against peterborough from pre-season I would say that we were probably about a week away from being able to properly compete. Uh, there's a few uh, partnerships and stuff which I feel needed to develop and needed time to develop um, before we hit the ground running. But as it is, we've got to deal um, with the cards we've been dealt, which is um, you know, which is part and parcel of football, isn't it? Preston will be a very good test for us. Uh, championship opposition uh, like Rotherham were, and I felt you know to be fair, we held our own against Rotherham for. 45 minutes or so it was just that second half where we sort of took our foot off the gas a little bit and gave away silly set pieces and you know allowed them to to come forward a little bit so it would be an interesting one to see how that develops uh, over the course uh, of the next week to see what training we get in and, and things like that let's have a quick look at the fixtures we'll have a look properly um, on uh, Tuesday night's full podcast when I'll be joined by Nathan and by Cam so it won't just be me uh, that's here uh, blabbering on uh, of course you can head to mansfieldtown.net now to see those uh, fixtures uh, in full uh, of course any other comments about today's game you've got about two minutes or so uh, to get those in and I'll run through those I'll run through those before we end as I say this is always going to be a bit of a mini podcast uh, today uh, obviously uh, we get our competitive season underway then next Saturday um, which is a week earlier than uh, perhaps planned against Preston North End in the Carabao Cup then there'll be uh, a week's grace um so potential to put some extra friendlies in there, which I'm sure Graham Cochran will move his pre-season schedule about a little bit. And then um, there's a a game which I guess will be also looked as a, 
a friendly behind closed doors. Manchester City under 21s in the EFL Trophy, the first um, of those um, those group games. Uh, and then obviously on Saturday the 12th, Tranmere Rovers at the Wonkall Stadium, three o'clock kickoff, followed a week later by uh, a trip to Leighton Orient and then to round off September, Exeter at home. So a uh, bit of a tough month in that one, obviously, with Tranmere coming down last season, Exeter uh, finishing in the playoffs and uh, Unlucky not to to get to Wembley, uh, Leighton Orient always a, a surprise side as well. Have got the um, ability to mix it up, especially at their place um, as well. Um, so tough September. Uh, on that one. It'd be interesting to see uh, how we develop before that game at Preston. Go to a few more of your comments uh, before we wrap things up uh, today. Uh, Ian asks, how did the new keeper do? Someone said he had a uh, a bad game and hoped it was a one-off. Interesting one for me, obviously. uh, When you concede three goals, never really going to be looked upon as a a positive, is it? Um, But... To be fair, I felt first half especially, he marshalled the defence very well. He was uh, quite vocal from what I could hear, picking up from the from the excellent commentary of Martin and Dean, of course, and the microphones that were there. Glad to have that as well. It felt much more like a, a match day rather than, excuse me, watching that pre-season game. Uh, I thought he marshalled his defence quite well, as I say. Um, Second half, there were a few moments which were, were heart in mouth, especially one where he uh, came out to try and smother the ball, missed it completely, and Roland Menayese had to sort of step in and put in a uh, a latch, last-ditch tackle which rescued us and stopped us from conceding another goal. But also, on the flip side of that, he made one or two uh, decent saves, good positioning uh, as well for a few of the first-half shots which, which Rotherham had to keep them um, at bay. One of those, isn't it, where, like every position... You need time to develop in a match setting. It's all right. You can play as many training ground games as you want within your own squads as you set up against each other for shape work and things like that, which which happens on a day-to-day basis. You can work on as many individual things on the training ground, but nothing will ever beat that match practice, especially within the stadium, of course. Taking into consideration, this is the first time that a lot of those new players will have gone into that stadium environment and, and mentality it's an absolute different ball game. In terms of the three goals that we conceded, um, I felt that um, the first one especially could do absolutely nothing about, as I say, an absolute perch uh, of a free kick, uh, which went right into the top corner, which he had well covered uh, a little millimetre either way, and he would have got a glove uh, to that. The second one, he did actually get a glove too, just to, because it was such close range and with lots of players around him, perhaps didn't keep it out. Third goal, I would like to see back uh, to see who was perhaps at fault for that because it looked like Stech uh, came out for that. Stech came out for that and uh, uh, was just didn't get through the crowd of defenders or whatever. So be interesting to watch that back. But uh, to answer your question, Ian, I felt he did quite well. I think he'll be a good keeper for us. But like everybody else, um, he just needs that time to sort of gel and to sort of get into the rhythm of uh, playing in a match day environment with that squad. Uh, the squad which we put out today, again, I'll just re-run through it once again. Uh, Stecking goal, back three of Menayese, Rawson and Sweeney, who took the armband. Uh, midfield five of O'Keefe, Perch, Charlesley, Benin, uh, with Maris in just behind Bowery and uh, Cook 
up front. I think when we go to Preston next week, which I'm sure we'll talk more about on uh, on Tuesday night in the podcast, providing, of course, uh, there's no midweek Tuesday night uh, game in which we might have to sort of reevaluate what we do, as we at the moment we don't know these things. Um, I think it will be uh, a very similar side uh, who starts the game, but I think there'll be a couple of changes in midfield. I think we might see a surprise start for Tyree Sinclair. He looked very lively uh, when he came on and he looked very lively in that game against Forest under-23s as well. He's looked very comfortable so far. And for me, uh, just purely in my opinion, I think he played slightly better than Perch alongside uh, Charles Lee in there um, as well. Um, so we've got plenty of options in there. Um, of course, with uh, with Maris, with Charlesley, Ollie Clark still to come back as well when he does um, in there as well. So there's uh, lots of different options in there, and I think up front, I think we'll, I don't think we'll see the the combination of Bowery and Cook too up uh, too often. I think we might see uh, Rose or Reed alongside. I th- probably think Cook actually. I think uh, he he's certainly warranted. Uh, a start. It'll be interesting to see uh, how that progresses. We'll talk more about that, of course, on Tuesday night. Thanks very much for your questions uh, this afternoon on what's been a uh, mini podcast for us here. Really appreciate um, you getting involved with it um, with it today, uh, especially uh, considering what's perhaps been uh, a little bit of a impromptu uh, broadcast from us. We will be back on Tuesday night, providing that the Stags don't have a midweek evening friendly. We'll talk all about today's game in full, and I'll get the opinions of Nathan Edge and Cam Felton, who unfortunately couldn't join me for this impromptu broadcast today. We'll have a look at the fixture list, talk about how different it will be without the fans, talk a little bit more about Tyrese Sinclair, and head inside the dressing room as well. Lots, lots more, including the chance for you to have your say on your team on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. We will see you on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Stay tuned to our social media for more. For now, though, all that's left for me to say is enjoy the rest of your weekend. Football is but a week away. Will the Stags be ready to face Preston North End? We look forward to following the journey. See you next time, Tuesday, 7 o'clock, ncfcmatters.co.uk for more. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans